If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Disclaimer. The Organic Matrix is a platform intended to give a voice to people of all walks of life. This podcast is not intended to be used for influence or to be used as medical advice. Hey there. Thank you for joining us today on The Organic Matrix. Today we're going to be speaking to somebody who has a ton of life experience, Ron. Ron Taylor is our guest and he's a mindset consultant. I met him working with Live Ultimate, the wellness brand that we both represent. When Ron, what are a few words that describe who you are? Uh, energetic, young at heart um full of spirit free spirit um free thinking you know thinking outside the box uh always loving caring helpful helping people um i want to serve people i want i want everybody to feel what i feel i want you know what i have i want everybody to have you know so you know there's no reason why no matter where you come from or what's going on in your life at this time, there's no reason why we all can't be happy, abundant, healthy, wealthy, prosperous, you know, and live in our, live in our best lives. You know, there's no reason why anybody can't do that. So, you know, that's, that's how I would describe myself. <laughs> Ron shares with us how he found himself through evolution and entrepreneurship. Honestly, like I've evolved, you know, recently the last year or so I've totally recreated my life. So I'm not, I come from that nine to five kind of world to live in like my own boss, being my own boss and running my own business. And like what I put into it is what I get out of it. So how I would introduce myself as I am in the business of helping people living, getting from where they are to where they want to go and living a thriving, fulfilling life. So were you always so helpful? Um, I was raised that way. Yeah. Um, always giving, caring and, you know, doing things without expectation you know acts of kindness and things like that and just being generous and just you know that kind of the village mentality I guess you know what I mean like old school the neighborhoods helped each other the barn raisings you know stuff like that that's the environment I was raised in like you were hauling in hay I'd come over and give you a hand hauling in the hay or you needed a hand 
you know, stacking firewood or something, I would, you know, that's just the way, the way I was raised. So. That's sick. I love that mindset. From I come from New York, so I didn't really, I didn't really grow up with that. It was more like, it's, it's, a, it's weird growing up in New York and like having every ethnicity present in my environment and then having our parents like almost heavily shelter us. So um, wow. I didn't really grow up with the mindset of uh, helping out in their community. So when I hear people have that um, experience being brought up, it, it really sheds light on where it brings us in the future as adults. So where, where did you grow up, Ron? I grew up in uh, Connecticut in a rural environment. Um, you know, we had like an RFD address, which means a Royal Federal Delivery. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> it was a small town. When I, we first moved into this one town where I spent most of my life, there was only probably 6,000 people. You know, so kind of everybody knew everybody or whatever, you know what I mean? It was like, I think one traffic light, you know, kind of thing, <laughs> you know. Um, and, you know, if you wanted where from where I live to go like down to a store or something, like walking or on a bike was down a hill, like a mile and a half away, you know, to get to somewhere. Then, of course, you had to go the mile and a half back up the hill to get home. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it wasn't nothing like the inner city life or whatever, definitely a different mentality and stuff. And when I grew up too, like hitchhiking was a thing and, you know, stuff like that. So that's kind of where I came from, but, um, both parents present and mom was a full-time house mom and I have three other siblings the background of like that environment it was on the surface it was you know typical like Brady Bunch or something you know whatever whatever or or uh what was the other one leave it to Beaver or something like that the Cleavers <laughs> that kind of thing but you know there's it goes more in depth of course you know like everybody what you see on the surface is one thing but overall it was a good environment neighborly friendly and you know people would stop by or you would stop by and like help people out and stuff i know in the inner city it's a lot different where you know you kind of got blinders on and like oh did you say something to me <laughs> or whatever it's like it's not very friendly or whatever yeah it's it's so different but i always like always like the idea of the type of community you're describing because my my family comes from like the lgbt side so a lot of the people that i consider family are like longtime family friends and that's what I love about the way I was brought up because it wasn't just exclusive to family I had like people who were my mom's best friends that were even more reliable than sisters like more reliable than cousins and aunts so I love I, I wish for a future where we can like be in an environment where we can let our guard down like that and like treat everybody like family and like yeah. It sounds like that's like you're a part of your mission, right? Like showing people that hospitality isn't, you know, something that only blood relatives can give. Like it's a common decency that you can share with others and inspire others to have themselves. 
Well, yeah, speaking into that in that regard was uh, my neighborhood. I lived on a block that was like a mile around and primarily everybody was related to each other. We were like the outsiders, like, oh, the new guy on the, you know, the block or whatever. And we just we bought the land that we bought was like this little one acre property that the kids used to play in. Like it was their woods and like, you know, they had little forts and stuff set up in it or whatever. So when we moved in there, like we destroyed their like little playground, I guess, or whatever, but you know, we needed a place to live, but all the primarily everybody knew everybody like um, they were all related cousins and uncles and things like that. And, a couple different families but they all knew each other plus they had been there for many years and here we are moving in like as an outsider so there was an adjustment there but it, you know it all worked out because there was like uh block parties and things like that and then joined like um cub scouts i was always a scout or whatever and you know involved with that kind of stuff so there was that sort of community aspect and then speaking into my vision yes my big vision is bringing unity back into community to get people to love and trust each other because that's what we're here for as human beings we are beings because we know how to be you know what i mean like as far as all the rest of the animal kingdom they they go on they're perfectly at home in their environment they go on their intuition and their instinct and they know how to survive but as a being, we have choices and we can like be in what do whatever because we have that extra um, six higher faculties to, you know, think with intuition and memory and, you know, all the different things that we use that. So bringing the unity back into community where it starts with me by loving myself and caring about what I do and like walking around with a smile and like you know, just being all prideful and like helping people and like being kind and, you know, and that just that energy just flows outward. So and I am blessed with this technology and the things that I do now, I'm interacting with people all over the world. I was on a practice session with a lady from um, Belgium yesterday and she's uh, she was an ER doctor. And now we just started talking and we're totally aligned like the same vision and somebody sent me a, a video this morning about how this is all because of the technology and we're able to connect with people all over the world with this like-minded same thing like like you and me being here and randy and you know the rest of us we're all connected because of this technology and that's such a beautiful thing. Like if I was living on the block or whatever, that thing thought would only go so far, you know? So I think our future and as I've heard it said, like the new earth or whatever um, is definitely as we become awake and people are waking up and seeing this, they realize that we need to have that unity in community and bring everybody together. When I was listening to Ron talk about bringing unity into community, the image I got in my mind was the idea of trust. Trust.
trusting that the environment and the community that I'm growing up in or bringing children into is going to be safe and thriving for their their development. I'm grateful that there's people in the world keeping harmony in mind for mankind. Our next episode, we will continue to learn how Ron found his way out of the 9-to-5 hustle. saying that like the first thing that came to mind was like how like yeah you're right like when we're when we're exposed to other people like around our block um it's kind of like satiation like we we kind of lose the gratitude and awareness of like having another human being like in close access and that's one thing I do appreciate about this technology it's like that we can learn from people from all over the world and the first thing that comes to mind is like if people can be less attached to what they know like and have more an openness to figuring out why somebody would practice or believe in something they don't know of yet like religion like I've read the Torah the Bible and I'm currently reading the Quran and I have a background in like studying Buddhism and Hinduism and there's like a verse in the Quran that says God came down and spoke his religion in all different languages. So like when I hear that as like a modern human being, I'm thinking like, well, if we were to like have a message that's to the core of the same and to bring it to people all over the world, there are different cultural beliefs from their environment, from their survival, their history, would paint the same picture with different colors. And if we could, as a as humanity, use this technology to break down barriers of attachment of what we thought, it would be beautiful to see a world where we can just be one human race and like have respect for other people's culture, have respect for people's um, religion like ancestral beliefs because sometimes we get so attached to protecting these beliefs that make us who we are that it causes war and <laughs> like hopefully by the time the ETs come down here like we're all on the same page so that we can come as a collective to them but that's definitely like a whole nother level that's a whole nother conversation but as far as the first part of what you were saying is the human race as a human being we are all the same we are all connected and like you said there's different cultures the paradigms the backgrounds this is what they grew up to believe but the thing is to it's all about ignorance and that's what causes the wars ignorance and the fear you know so right now our current situation in the world this this has not happened this is not the first time this has gone on i don't mean as far as the pandemic but as far as the control of the masses through fear and it's been through that that way throughout history so and they're playing us from one to the other like you know, they're in um, the early, you know, through racism and, you know, the 
the slaveries and all that stuff, you know, those kinds of things, like, there was ignorance, like, you know, because you were a different color on your skin or whatever, you know, and like, technically, when you say black, black is like the absence of all color. And nobody is like, you know, like, this is like pure black. I haven't never seen a human being that looks like that. Right? They're not black. And I'm not white. Like, if I was white, I would be, you know, pure white. Like, I'd look like a ghost, right? If I was white. So we all have a little color or hue to our skin. So we're not black and white. We are human beings. And to get people educated and to understand, to see things from that perspective is where the unity is going to take place. Right now, people are so you know, like under the pandemic, like, oh my God, if somebody coughed, like, oh, you better get tested. You got COVID. Can there be a future where we all identify as one race? And if so, what kind of achievements can we achieve with world peace? Like, so in in essence, what I'm trying to say is we, we, like in human nature, what makes us so intelligent is that we're pattern building creatures and we stereotype things so that we can organize ideas and that's how we advance. And that's why there's so many history books and why like technology is blown up in the last hundred years. But that same natural response that we have is what causes racism, is what causes prejudice. It's our nature of picking up patterns and stereotyping like i i know that when i was growing up i had bad experiences with racism because i'm mixed so nobody knew what race to categorize me in so i got like negative feedback from different kinds of races and as i was growing up i stereotyped them and i was like oh well this race is going to treat me like this because of how i look like and That's like a part of the whole problem. But as I grew older, I realized that it's, it's a fear. It's a fear mentality. And it's like a primitive mentality of just trying to be safe, where it's like, you want to pick up a pattern, put it in a box so that you can try to control it. But the reality is every single person is different based off of their beliefs, what they grew up with, their environment. So if we can, spread mindfulness into the youth and even people who are like older there could be so much more peace because if we start analyzing like judging things based off of the human nature then we'll see that a lot of our fears and anxieties and a lot of the things we suffer with are things that we're attached to and if we can learn how to let those things go who knows how far we can be if we actually stopped attacking people for having different beliefs and we actually adopted them or at least respected them and say, you can believe what you believe and I believe what I believe, but I still have love for you. If we can evolve like that, who, who knows how technology will grow? Because we have like people in different countries who have such advanced technology 
if we can all come together, then there's no limits. The veil of social stigmas. What Ron touches on next is thought provoking. It's not always what, things are not always what they seem to be. And then through fear and ignorance, people are not educated on, you know, you could take the same two people that, you know, as a child and raise them like yourself or myself or something, you know, and you're going to totally love whoever, you know what I mean? But you take two different people, I call it the Hatfield-McCoy syndrome, you know, like you grow up, you're, as soon as you're born, you're like, you know, you hate those Hatfields or whatever, you know what I mean? You hate the blacks or you hate the whites or whatever it is, and you're stuck in that. And then your whole life is like, oh, they're terrible or whatever. But the bottom line is there's all freaking, there's ignorant people and there's good, loving, caring people on both sides in all races. I mean, there's only one race, but I mean, in all cultures, you know, we all got our bad people and our good people, you know, that's what it boils down to is so it's ignorance and fear and learning to educate people and you know like it's okay to love one another like you could take you know a child if they were born um an american born here but you took that baby and you raised it in china it's not going to know it was an american it is going to be and and it's going to know the culture of where it's living it's going to speak that language. It's going to eat that food. It's going to love that. It's going to know those people, you know, as, as a child, like the, I think the jungle book's a good example, the boy in the jungle, right? He's like, he didn't know, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And if you look at things in that perspective, then, and realize that we're all connected, that's what we need to educate people like us that are like-minded and we think on a higher frequency and a higher level of awareness. And we know, we see the picture, we see what's going on. Now we just need to come together, us, you know, people like us need to come together and get this, you know, and it's happening more and more. As the more people that wake up, the more you're gonna see more of this. Amen. And that's Ron and I dive into the human condition. That's what I believe in too. And it, it boils down to mindfulness, right? Like the more mindful we can be about our human nature, the more we can not be victims to our nature. Like what I've noticed in during my journey is that, you know, there's like two selves, at least in my experience. There's the self where um we can look at ourselves like an arrow point view like astrally and and look at our own behaviors and analyze where the source of those behaviors come from and if they're truly serving us but what i see is a lot of people are living in like maybe i would say it's like 3d and then like 4d like the 3d is where like they're only focused on their duty and what they're used to and like patterns um, and so it's like when I'm living in my patterns, 
I see that there's a lot of uh, reactionary responses. And if we could step back, like when I speak to people who are not very religious, like agnostic people, <laughs> like they think that the Bible was like meant to be taken literally or like these religious texts are meant to be taken literally. And then they even look at organized religion and how they behave and like think that like, oh, that's all spiritual people, that's all religious people. But in reality, um, if we look at if we look at things the way it really is and get grounded and we like look back at like mm -hmm. biblical beliefs and say, oh, well, those are people from like 500 BC. Like these are like ancient people who don't have the flexibility and knowledge that we do that only have limited amount of language to really talk about what they're witnessing. It, it speaks a way different story. If you can relate to the story being told and you want to hear more about Ron's experience in our matrix, follow our podcast. We'll be back soon on part two of Ron Taylor's Matrix. Thank you.